Hello, hello, everybody. It's Nate. I'm back with a new episode of Snapcast, the podcast all about Snapchat. And we've got a couple of follow-ups today uh, based off of my last episode. So let's dive in and see what's new in the world of Snapchat. All right, so the biggest thing that I wanted to uh, follow up with on... um, or, well, from my last episode was that uh, I talked a little bit about that AR bar uh, that was launching in the app. And at the time of that recording, I had not had it. I think probably about 30 minutes after I was done recording, um, it showed up in my app. So that's the way things go. Um, but I've had some time to kind of play with it, and it is pretty awesome. So, um, This is the uh, bar. If you tap anywhere on the main screen that opens your camera screen, um, you'll see that uh, AR bar and the discovery lens stuff all come up underneath uh, that carousel. And um, the AR bar really allows you to do pretty cool stuff. Um, You can like paint on your actual face uh, and make different masks and things. Um, You can paint on like certain objects. Um, I think in a lot of the promo videos, they show you kind of drawing like mustaches and eyeglasses and things on cars. Um, And the cool part about that is so you can do that on a car and you're shooting video while you draw on the stuff. So it's kind of like a live uh, drawing, if you will, uh, as you watch the snap back and post it to your story or share it with friends. Um, It's really interesting the way that they were able to pull this off in a basic uh, smartphone app. Um, the Being able to walk around the object and like say if I, we'll just use the car example. So if I was putting eyeballs in the front of my car, I'd paint the eyeballs on and then maybe I want to do like a big spoiler or something goofy off the back of the car. Um, I could do that and I could walk around my car and the stuff where I had painted on the headlights or the back of the car um, stays stagnant to to the video. So um, it's really quite impressive that, that they can pull that off. Um, maybe it's not that impressive if you're somebody that like designs apps or knows apps or whatever. Um, but to me, I think that's pretty dang cool. Um, I really want to see... Um, an ability to be able to save. Um, like if I were to draw like a mask or something to be able to save it and use it later um, and maybe share it with friends or put it into the lens community, hint, hint at wanting a iPad version of Snap Lens Studio. Um, maybe this is like a whole forward into that. Um, I've always been vocal about wanting an iPad version of Snap Lens Studio um, to be able to use my pencil and draw things and put uh put some artwork out there um i think it would be really really cool and um it's you know obviously definitely possible with this uh new ar bar feature in the snap app um it doesn't even have to be snap lens studio just let me install a native snap chat app on uh my ipad and just have it be for drawing things like that you know i understand that you might have uh maybe there's some like fear of if they put snap lens on an iPad or a tablet of any kind, um, that it would kind of downplay the actual version of that app and maybe make it less appealing to creators. And yeah, I can talk by myself into, I can convince myself on stuff 
that I believe in strongly just as easily as I convince myself to not believe in those things. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, the AR bar is, is pretty impressive. Um, I think it's an awesome 1.0 launch. Um, who knows how many times or months or whatever, how many versions of this existed behind the scenes uh, for it to, to kind of finally f come to fruition. Um, but it is an awesome, awesome feature. And if you haven't checked it out, definitely do so and uh, give it a shot. So that's what I got to say about that. My second uh, thing I wanted to talk about today um, was a recent article, I think on, it must have been the Wall Street Journal because um, I saved the article and I read the article at first and I saved it for later follow-up. And then when I tried to go back in to kind of give myself a refresher, um, it said I had to subscribe to read the article. So gosh, dang it, I hate articles that do that. Just let me freaking read news when I want to read it. But that's besides the point. Um, this article uh, talked about uh, Evan Spiegel, the CEO of Snap, kind of doubling down on the whole um, uh, refresh of the, the app uh, from a couple of years ago. So um, as many recall, um, they redesigned the app. A lot of people hated it. A ton of people left Snapchat. And slowly but surely, I think people have probably forgotten that that happened. Um, and they're coming back, or at least maybe new users are coming to it that never tried it in the first place. So um, I wouldn't say they don't know what they were missing because honestly, I was always a fan of the the reset uh, of of the UI, the user interface. Um, I think it looks great and it works great and it's perfect. But um, he talked about how uh, in the article, Evan talked about that, um, this is allowing for people to use Discover more, um, to kind of understand the difference between like the celebrity accounts uh, and your friends' accounts. Um, personally, when I use the app, I spend a lot of my time uh, to the right. Uh, and um, I, I just kind of watch my, I watch my uh, friend stories and my discovery stories all in one place. And that works just fine for me. It's not too often that I send actual uh, chats uh, or messages through Snapchat itself. Um, I mean, it's certainly if I do, uh, those launch from me commenting on a story uh, of a friend or somebody like that. So uh, it's pretty cool. Uh, but anyhow, the, <laughs> I forgot what I was talking about. Um, so the app just, or the article just talked about how Evan Spiegel is really like doubling down and how uh, this is like kind of a, the, the reason or the driver behind um, all of the the drive or all the traffic that that uh, Snapchat's been seeing as of late. So um, it's pretty neat. Um, it, I really wish that I could read that dang article so that I had something more slightly intelligent to talk about with with this podcast. But um, it was uh, basically just even Spiegel talking about how he was right and all of the world that hated it is a bunch of haters <laughs> so um i honestly like what do you guys think about the the ar or the uh the ui reset man i'm really stumbling through my words this morning um i just i feel like it was for the better and things might have been a little complicated at first um, I know that over the last 
probably six months at least. Um, I've seen some some changes come to that. And Snapchat does a really weird thing where um, you don't necessarily have to be on the beta of the app, uh, but you can see, you'll notice like some things like, oh, this is suddenly different uh, in the app. And then the next day it's gone. Um, I see different featured sections. Uh, Top Snaps is one that uh, was there for me for a while, and then it went away for a while, and it's pretty much been there since um, probably a couple months ago. So um, it's it's kind of like they're just kind of testing out the waters and seeing what, what lands and what sticks and what people are actually using and what people aren't using. Um, I think that there's a lot of room to grow uh, with, with Snapchat and a lot of cool things uh, to see happen, but... Um, I give props to Evan Spiegel for, for sticking to his guns uh, at a time when a lot of people were just like, just switch it back, change it back, change it back. Um, and, you know, that's fine. People hate change. No matter what you do, when you change something in software that people love, uh, there's always going to be a core group of, of hardcore users, quote unquote, using finger quotes, um, that, that won't like it. And they'll go away. And you know what? Eventually they'll come back. Case in point. Um, this is kind of a side, side, uh, I often go off into tangents on this podcast, but, um, when that whole, whole switch happened, um, Kylie Jenner was, um, somebody I was not super familiar with, but apparently she has a big following on Snapchat. She had tweeted, uh, that she didn't like the app and wasn't even going to use it anymore because it was so terrible. But then a funny thing happened the other day, um, in the top snaps, there was the spider that crawls around on your face thing from Halloween. Um, I saw a picture of a little girl, probably a toddler or so, uh, kind of freaking out because the mom was snapping uh, with the spider and the girl was like just giggly and it was a pretty cute video. Well, go turns out that that child was the daughter of Kylie Jenner and um, it's like a viral snap now. So guess who's back on Snapchat? Yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, so people change their mind. They'll come back. It's funny how people don't make a big announcement that they're back on Snapchat when they make such a big deal that they left in the first place. So maybe Kylie Jenner can uh, send out a tweet that uh, she's back on Snapchat and uh, things will turn around for for all the for all the lemmings that follow her. So lemmings, I don't know if that's the right word. What is the word? Someone tell me. Snap at me and tell me. All right, that's all I got for the moment. Thanks again for listening to this segment. Oh, and uh, one real quick thing that I wanted to talk about before um, I forget about it. So um, I, um, I've i always been a big fan of uh, social media apps and stuff. Um, I don't dive into it too much and like live online like some weirdos do. Um, but I've always been a big fan of Twitter. And um, I've no matter how much I've, I've strayed away from it, I always come back to it and I always look at it. Like I might not tweet a lot at some points, um, but I'm definitely reading tweets and, and kind of going through, through the motions of it all. But um, recently, uh, as of yesterday, as I record this, um, Twitter announced that they're um, launching a new service called, or a new, I don't know if you call it a service, but uh, a new feature in the app called Topics. So you can follow like a certain topic um, like the NBA, for example, um, and you'll see tweets in your timeline just about the NBA. Um, and it doesn't have to be people that you follow. Um, it doesn't have to be just basketball players or just like the team accounts. 
Um, they said that it's people that have credibility um, that are speaking on the topic or tweeting about the topic. It will kind of automatically curate those tweets uh, into your timeline based on topics that you follow. So um, it's a little bit of a sidestep from what that platform has been before. If you don't know Twitter, basically you choose different uh, people or accounts to follow, and those are the only people and accounts that show up in your timeline. So unless you're really good at curating a uh, following uh, a list of people to follow, um, you're probably not going to have a really great time inside of Twitter. So um, anyhow, that's the topics feature with Twitter. Um, if anyone at Snapchat's listening, could we maybe get something like that at Snapchat? Because I would really like to follow uh, people in my general geographic area um, or just be able to see like tweets from, from the area. Um, I know the Snap Map exists and I can go around and tap like the heat map stuff and see tweets or uh, snaps from around me. Um, but that's not always like interesting. Like sometimes it's just people smoking weed and like I don't really care um but i would just really like to see like hey here's an interesting cool thing that happened and here's a bunch of snaps that all kind of happened around it um almost like again back to the snap map maybe that snap map is part of the whole key here but when a concert happens downtown um it automatically labels it and i can tap and see all the snaps from that concert so um maybe just instead of making it to where I have to force go into the snap map to see that and scroll it or whatever and find it on an actual map. Um, if there were a way to just say, hey, I'm generally interested in um, concerts and uh, different, you know, kind of gatherings in the general area, um, let me know when something happens. And it would just show up, oh my gosh, in the discovery page as a discovery story. Uh, kind of like um, you do when you see like the snaps of the day account and there's, you know, all the random things that they feature, but do something more specific to that because I think that would be a really cool thing to do. And then um, the big key here would be uh, for me to be able to tap on a person's account if they make it public and for me to be able to maybe follow that person. Um, oh my gosh, that would be cool. Uh, you could even layer that up with being able to maybe have, a, if I made my, my channel public, my account public, um, and I let people just view my snaps, but I didn't let them actually message me unless I friended them back. Uh, so that way I'm not getting like crappy, gross comments uh, thrown at me from my stories. Um, I just get the views. And then if I friend them back, then they can message me and I can message them. Um, you know, there's always an opportunity for some weirdo or some a-hole to come in and uh, make that make that a thing. Um, but you know what? You can always block people too. So uh, I think it would be pretty cool. And for discoverability purposes uh, and just general kind of meeting new people, um, it would be a pretty cool thing to do. So um, Snapchat, please, please, please get some inspiration from Twitter topics and uh, maybe see what we can do uh, in the Snap app to see what uh, what might come of that. So yeah, that's all I've got. Uh, this was a longer episode than I definitely thought I was going to be able to record this morning, but I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I got some stuff out there. Um, it's it's always fun to, to put these little episodes out and kind of just talk to myself and go through my own thoughts about stuff. So um, also, before I leave, um, I wanted to give a big thanks to Chris Higa, 
who uh, has an awesome podcast. Um, it is called, Chris, I'm sorry, I forgot what it was called. It's called the Creator Insider Podcast. Um, it's a really cool dive. He doesn't do episodes very often. Um, he's a pretty busy dude, but um, he's at Chris Editing on uh, Twitter, and I believe Chris Editing also on Snapchat. Um, so give him a follow, but um, I was giving a big thanks to him because uh, in his last episode or really recent episode of uh, the Creator Insider um, was that he talked about some of the Snap stuff. And he said, hey, by the way, this isn't a podcast about Snapchat, but if you want a podcast about Snapchat, and he kind of gave me a little name drop. So um, that was pretty awesome to hear. Um, I am very thankful for that, and I'm glad that people genuinely do enjoy the show. And if you're new to the show, if you found me today from Chris, um, you can give your, uh, if you open up your phone, the artwork of my uh, podcast is my snap code. So give yourself a screenshot. And then um, from that screenshot, you can follow me on Snap by using that Snap code. So if you don't know how to do that, you're probably not really into this podcast and you probably haven't made it this far. But uh, if you have, I really appreciate it. And um, yeah, I, I'm just very thankful to, to Chris for giving me that shout out and for also not stealing my idea of a uh, podcast on Snapchat. Thanks, Chris. Have a good day, everybody.